Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Marcus and Melina De La Cruz. We hope that you'll be blessed by today's message. Amen. Well, Pastor Melina talked a little bit about this book, and I just want to talk a little bit more on this book. The reason why I want to talk more about this book is because, you know, um, how many of you know, <clears throat> you can be a baby Christian all your life, or you can be a grown-up Christian. You don't want to be a baby Christian all your life. Well, I, but pastor, I like the crackers. I want the goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> well, no one said you can't have the goldfish, yeah. but we should, we ought to grow up spiritually. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, I really believe that this should, this book should have been, and should be in every, in every Bible college. Um, the reason why is because, uh, if you don't, if you get yourself in a jam and you don't know how to respond, you don't know what to do. Yeah. This is going to help along with your Bible. I really believe that yes. this is yes. should be standard, yes. should be standard for your growth. If you want to know why things are stolen out, you don't just continue on with life without figuring it out. Yeah. I mean, you, you, pe people will invest time when things stall out, yeah. when things don't work. They'll, they'll, they'll get online to figure out that TV. They'll get online to figure out that Come car. On. I mean, they'll, they'll put an incredible amount of work and yeah. effort into things yeah. to figure out a, a computational need or a computer need, yeah. right? Yeah. They'll, they'll put the work into it, but you tell them, oh, this will help your spirit. But all of a sudden they get, <laughs> they splitter their eyes. They start looking around. I don't know, you know, just acting like they don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And they walk around. I don't know. I God ain't doing this. Yeah. Well, you've got the answer right in front of you. Yeah. Come on. You've got the answers that you need. Yes. And then it's just about applying what you do. Now, I'm not going to say that. Now, I'm not going to say this because this is biblical. What, what I'm not going to say this is biblical. Or this is my, this is my personal conviction, okay? I, I, I'm not saying this is Bible that you have to do it. But I, I remember when Brother Copeland was saying, hey, you, you all need a, he was talking to people, preaching on, on um, putting down that soda and putting down certain things that were, were causing you to really just get your life out of order. And, you know, I said, you know what? If he can, Brother Copeland can do it, I'm going to do it. If he can put down the ca if he can put down the coffee and not the coffee, if you put down the sodas, you can put down the bread because I because you 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 say coffee is fighting words here in this church. You can have everything, Lord, but just don't touch my coffee. I mean, <laughs> you know, putting down the sodas, putting down the carbs, not eating carbs. Now you, you can eat all the carbs you want, but it'll reflect on your life, right? And so I'm just making all the necessary dietary old change, and why? Because I want the change. I'm, I don't want to live a certain way. Yeah. And we've got to be willing to, if you really want change in your life to happen, if you're sincere about, about change in your life, that you, you say, I'm, I'm, I need change. I need help. Well, if you're really sincere about needing help, you're, you're going to get into the Word. That's you're going to find places where you can get that help. That's right. That's right. And quit putting it off like, I just don't know why it hasn't happened yet. You know, it's amazing how many times I'll, I'm just already preaching already. I, I don't know how so often over the years where people go, I just don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Well, when the problem is two, just an inch away from, from their nose, what the problem is. Yeah. The problem is their mouth. Mm -hmm. The problem is the way they talk. Yeah. The problem is they don't, they don't talk as faith is now. Yeah. They're still waiting. Yeah. And when it was already done. I'm going to tell you, faith has already provided everything for you. Yeah. It's already provided for you. You already have it. It's just you walking out your dominion. Yeah, come on. Say, I have, I have. Dominion. dominion. It's important. Yeah. It's important. And, and it's, you know, the, the faith life is a talking life. Yeah. Open our Bibles to Mark 11. 
The faith life is a talking life. It's one where we speak the word, and when we speak, when we speak, what we when we speak, and what we speak shows whether or not we are in agreement. Yes. Amen. 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 How many of you want your life better this year? Raise your hand. Amen. Say, Pastor, I want a better life this year. I want better finances. I want better walk with the Lord. Because really, you know, you're the prophet of your life. You are the prophet of your life. Yes. Now, it may not be a five-fold prophet, but you yeah. can be, that as a five-fold prophet of your life, you are to be led by the Holy Spirit. Right. You are led by the Word. Yeah. You are led by the Holy Spirit. You're led by the checks and the inward man on the inside of you. You're led by what the Word tells you. Right. If something violates the Word, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to think your way out of it. You just say, Lord, I'm going to get on this word. I'm going to start doing this word because I know that's where my answer is at. That's right. And over here in Mark 11, Mark 11, 23, he says over here in the scripture, Jesus says for surely. Now I want to say something. When you see the word for surely, it's, it's a declaration. He says, this is sort of a, a very legal term. Say legal. legal. So when you're going to, when you go to testify, they ask you, so help you God. He goes, so help me God. I do declare in other words, what I'm about to say is true. Yeah. So when Jesus says this, he says, for a truth, for an, for an all-out truth, for surely I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Yeah. Now, if you continue to read that, he says, but you have to believe in your heart. Yeah. You have to believe in your heart. Yeah. And then it has to come out of your mouth. Yes. Yes. You have to believe in your heart. Yes. It's not just a one-time thing. You have to do three times as talking as you do believing. Come on, come on. I mean, why? Because you, the, 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 that's the way the Lord set it up. Yeah. It's not just for, it's just, and let me tell you, it's for whosoever. whosoever. Everybody qualifies for this. That's right. Pastor has to, you know, pastor has to declare God's promises yes. every day. Yes. Do you know I'm not excluded just because I'm the pastor? That's right. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, if, if you ever go on the freeway and you're traveling from, from, um, from here to o, up north and you have to take the fast track, you know, you have to pay for the fast track. You know, there's no special fast track for the pastor. Yeah. Just cause I'm, I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm a fast track. Y'all got to travel in the slow lane. Yeah. yeah. Y'all got to drive in. The, I, I'm in the HOV of faith. You know, that, yeah. there is no such thing. Right. And if you're, if you're a believer, you don't get a pass. Right. You have to do the word. You have to speak the word. Because when you speak the word, things happen. Move, mounds begin to move. Come on, that's right. That's right. And that's why we got to learn to be patient. Yes. Oh, Pastor, you just said a bad word. You said that P word. You said patient. I got to be patient. Yeah. Well, patient is, patience is part of the process. That's right. You don't just say, well, I just joined this gym just because, you know, I just joined this gym just because, you know, that way I can just put my swag on, put my nice clothes on, and, and phone it in and, and just say hello to everybody when I'm in there. Right? The faith life is a real life of walking things out. Yes. It's, it's declaring. It's talking, well, I just don't want to sound like I'm lying, Pastor. You know, I just, I, I, I say it, but I don't know. I just, it's, it's not true yet. Well, faith says what is not there already. Yeah. It, speaks, it, it speaks things into existence. Right. It calls things that be not. Yes. It calls things that be not as though they were. Yes. That's what faith does. 
There ain't no car in there. I thank you, Heavenly Father. There's a brand new car right in there. Now, you heard us talk about this. It's not a cheap formula where if you were here on a Wednesday night, you would have heard it's not a cheap formula where you just say, you say, oh, 300 times, oh, thank you, Father. I have a car in my garage. I oh, thank you. And, God, and all of a sudden, out of, it's going to materialize. The car is going to be dropping out from heaven. Yeah. No, that's not, that, that's not the way things work. For one, you won't even be able to take for the insurance or pay for the tires or pay for the cleaning or uh, God's going to, God, you need to, de- we need to develop our faith through pa- faith and patience. Yes. Yes. Amen. No one goes to the gym expecting to run seven miles if they haven't been running in years. Yeah. Right. right? Well, I quit this running bit. I just, I tried to run a day. I was breathing heavy, Pastor. You don't understand. <laughs> I'm done with this working out stuff. <laughs> And no one said it was going to be this hard. No one ever said following Jesus was going to be this hard. Yeah. Well, I ain't telling you it's going to be that easy either. Yeah. Because it takes faith through faith and patience, the scripture says, yes. we inherit the promises. Yes. Amen. Can I get an amen out amen. there? Because we're, if you're going to want to move into more, it's going to require commitment. Say commitment. commitment. It does. It, re- it requires commitment. There's a gummy bear. Someone dropped a gummy bear. It's mine. You lost it. You snooze, you lose. Sorry, kids. Probably rolled out from over there. You see a gummy bear? That's, I'm hot on it, man. I'm hot on it. Lord hasn't delivered Pastor yet from gummy bears. I'm working on it. Pastor Melina says, sure. It's, she knows it's true because she sees my pantry. I got a, I got a whole thing of gummy bears. There's things, there's, there's things that you can eat that are... That are, that are, that are that don't, oh, that aren't carb-related. I, I have my uncarb-related s- uh, snack, so there you go. Huh? huh? Pastor Melina said you're going to get a gummy tummy. <laughs> hey, man, I had a, I had a quick L-tap. No, that tap is of the devil, man. They, they start throwing out them chips. You're like, whoo, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus, get them salsa. Some of you are certainly like, I'm, Pastor, I'm getting ready to go right now. You got to stop talking that way. Praise the Lord. So we've been teaching on faith and how important our saying is to our faith, right? A big part of faith is, 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 is saying and is, is staying in patience, all right? Traditionally, we think of patience as knuckling under and being satisfied for whatever comes. But how many of you know Mark 11, verse, not Mark, Hebrews 11, 1 says, now faith is, faith is now, right? Faith is now. You don't have to sit there and just bear under it. Right. You don't have to just sit there and grind through life. Yeah. There's too many people doing that. Yeah. They just take the beating, take the beating. Mm-hmm. When they should be speaking. Yeah. When they should be declaring. Yes. Yeah. It's a dis- it takes a discipline. Yeah. You, have more discipline at the- you shouldn't have more discipline at the gym than you do with your spiritual life. You shouldn't have more discipline at work than you do with your spiritual life. You shouldn't have more discipline in the way you dress than with your spiritual life. You shouldn't have more discipline in keeping your personal, which you should keep your personal house, but you shouldn't keep it above your spiritual life. They're of all of equal importance. There's none that you can take away because what we're doing is we're raising the quality of the word working in our lives when we are learning to be patient. Because patience is important. Like I said, you don't have to, it's not a grind. You, you, shouldn't, you should take that way of thinking and just kick that out the door. Good. Just kick it out the door. Hebrews, 11, Hebrews 6. So you should just kick that, that impatience or the, that just deal with that patient part that needs to develop. It doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. 
doesn't have faith. It does not have to be hard. But it does have to be disciplined. Faith is a discipline. No different than anything else in life. It requires consecration, separation, and dedication. No different. And Hebrews chapter 6, verse 11, say amen when you get there. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence. Notice that word diligence came in there. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence. In other words, we, we expect there should be dip, diligence in this particular area of what we're getting into. Yeah. Diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. In other words, you, you are diligent, you're full of faith, you're full of godly hope and expectation. And that when, when the Bible talks about hope, it's like, it's, I'm going to tell you, it's, like, it's sort of like not living hopeless. You're not hopeless. You're not in a hopeless situation. Have you ever been in a hopeless situation? You know what can be, appear to be hopeless? Not having a mom and dad, and you're there by yourself. No one to help you. No one there to guide you. A lot of you aren't hopeless. Most of, if, you don't, if you have a friend, you're not hopeless. Even let's say if you don't have that, but you, and if you have Jesus on it, you're not in a hopeless situation. You have hope. Did you hear me? If you have the word, you're not hopeless. You have hope. You have answers. You don't have to live hopelessly. Come on, amen. That's why it's important that you be filled with the hope of the scriptures, yeah. knowing that I, I see it in the word. Yeah. If it's in the word, I can have it. If it's in the word, I can be it. If it's in the word, I'm, I'm not in a desperate situation. Yeah. Because desperate is, is in a situation where you don't know nothing. That's why I, I, hate, I hate the idea of people saying, we're so desperate for you. What, you, you don't have no answers? You're desperate? Yeah. What, the word isn't, the word left you desperate? Oh, I need, you need to be broken. You don't need to be broken. What you need to find out is who you are in Christ Jesus. That's right. You are a champion. That's right. That's you are a warrior. That's right. If God be for you, who could be against you? Amen. You are not the bottom. You're the top. Right. You're the head and not the tail. Amen. Come on, quit, quit moping around like you just got beat up, yeah. like you got dragged through a, a knot hole backwards. Just quit, <laughs> quit acting like the world is over. Yeah. And quit, live like you live in victory. Yeah. Talk like you talk in victory. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm the blessed. I'm the healed. Well, pastor, I don't feel those things. Well, you need to declare not what you feel, but what the word says. Because faith, faith does not go by what it sees. Faith answers on the inside. Faith talks the answer. Right. Faith says, this is what's happening in my life. Yeah. Even if it don't feel like this is happening in my life. That's right. Knuckling through is just not knowing what you're going to do. Well, I'm just going to have to just somehow get through it. Just somehow get through it. Yeah. And just try to physically, just try to animate its way through. Try by some physical force, like it has to push people over. Yeah. You don't have to live life like you're, for, you're, like you're pushing people over. Like you have to knuckle your way through and grind. Yeah. Just the struggle's over. Yeah. The struggle's over. You have Jesus on the inside of you. The struggle is over. You're not hopeless. You're not by yourself. Praise the Lord. Shaka ma 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 ma. Erosuk. Yes, the days of struggle are over. Just put your trust in him. And it'll come to pass. And then you'll say, oh, I just stepped through. Oh, I just stepped through to the other side. Oh, I just got through to the other side. Oh, and there was an anointing on my life. 
erosoko, and I didn't know about the anointing. And pastor talked about the anointing. You say, well, what, I can have the anointing? Isokoma. Yes, you can have the anointing operating in your life in a five-fold way. You're a tither of this church. You're a part, you're a tither. You're a partner of this anointing. You get to lay hold of the, the anointing and the faith that it's in this house. You par- you've partnered up with, you say, you know what, I'm a partner. I'm a tither of that church. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm, a, I'm a covenant member. I'm going to lay hold of those gifts that are in that church because that's mine. Just say it out loud. That's mine. And just start believing that it's yours. Say, I believe. It's mine. I have it. That anointing works in me. In Jesus' name. Come on, Ted, can you see a shift now when you start speaking faith words? Because faith words are charged in the spirit realm. They are charged. You know, you see these people when there's these little four trucks with the electric ones, and they get stranded, or these Hummers, they get stranded because they don't have enough electricity, because they don't have enough infrastructure to charge those vehicles. Unlike the other, the other brands that can charge up real fast, but they, they can be left dead on the road. You know, if, if you're not hooked up to the right storage capacity, to the right, to the right maker of energy, to the person who divinely energizes you, yeah. you will always feel stranded. Yeah. You always, you'll only be able to go so far. But when you're connected right, I said, when you're connected to the right to the areas of faith, yeah. when you're connected to right to the areas of believing, yeah. things begin to change. Yeah, come on, that's right. It's good. Your patience works because you already know. Yeah. You don't have to force nothing. Yeah. Because that word works. That's right. I'm not force nothing. Devil, you already know that I'm going to get what I need to get into. Right. Devil, you know I'm going to get in the house. So you're, 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 you're I'm in. As far as I know, I'm in. I'm just, it's just now me being patient to find the right one because God's got us. You know, Pastor Melina, we were going from house to house to house to house. And, you know, there was a part, uh, we looked at one house and this house. We were, I mean, there, it just seemed like it was like a literally, it felt like a grind to get into that, to those houses. And, it, and it, when it became a, not, not being quick enough to re- recognize that that wasn't the leading of the Holy Spirit, that there, was, that there was that resistance. But when we found our house, there was no resistance. It was, and it was better than all the other ones. See, God was leading us. See, we quit because we, we think there's pressure and then there's resistance. But pressure and resistance is not always what we think it is. It's God getting us into the right, getting us in position for the right place. Through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. That's discipline. It's discipline at its finest. The reason why many of you get into trouble is because you force your way into things that you shouldn't have got yourself into. Now, if you like, that's why you got into debt, because instead of believing God, you just forced your way into getting to some things that you shouldn't have gotten right away. And then you got all this pressure. And I'm telling you right now, all that pressure, that financial pressure ain't God. It ain't God going under that financial pressure, but we're getting over on some things. Ain't that right, Tom? We're getting over on some things. We're, We're preparing ourselves. We're getting in our, in our place. We're getting in our position. That's right. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. hallelujah. Boy, I tell you, the, the preach is on me right now. I'm, I'm going to tell you, the preach is on me right now. Amen. Lord, you said, just teach your people faith and, and, and just see what, see, what, see what happens with their lives. Amen. You need some, you, if some things aren't working, it's because you need some faith in your life. Yes. Right. You need to start speaking right, keeping that lip right. Amen. Right. Amen. Praise the Lord. We both have faith and patience to inherit the promises, right? 
You can't be in a hurry to get into things. You can get in things too early. All right? Say amen. amen. You don't want to injure your faith by getting in things too early. Well, I was believing God. Well, getting a debt doesn't mean you were believing God. Now, you maybe everybody's can, may have to take a house debt, but you can believe God that you're going to get the money to take it, get that house, and get a good payment, and that God's going to help you with all the details, right? But also, you can believe at the same time God's. See, if you never believe God for a house to begin with, start where you're at, okay, Lord. Now, I'm not talking about credit card debt. There's, two, there's, there's all kinds of different debt, and I don't want to turn this into that kind of meeting because that's not what the, where we talk about the different types of debt. So I don't want you to get under the conviction of some things. Well, pastor says we're in debt. No, I feel so bad. Don't feel bad because that's the work of the enemy. Yeah. That's the work of the enemy. Recognize the works and the tactics of the enemy. Yeah. Amen. 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 Whew. A lack of patience will cause us to compromise. A lack of patience, write this down, a lack of patience will cause me to compromise. Faith, patience, faith and patience is God's power twins, as Brother Copeland likes to say. Patience is a real force that has to be developed and mastered. It has to be developed. It has to be mastered. Did you know that faith and patience is the one first thing that we teach kids in kindergarten? Sit down. Crisscross applesauce. Stop moving. How many of you ever coached a bunch of little kids? I did one year. They're like a bunch of like wild cats. They're just going all over. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, oh, hold on. They're all over the place. It takes, it takes a real person to be able to do that. Oh, notice I'm not doing that right now. So through faith and patience, we inherit promises. They teach us at a young age to sit down, to wait in line, to stand. In. What are they doing? They're teaching us that waiting is okay. It teaches that order is okay. It's okay to have faith and patience working at your bedside. It is important. If you do not have patience, you will miss out on God's best. Let me, re let me say that again. If you are not patient, you will miss out on God's. If you are in a hurry to make things happen because of the way in the past of things have been, you, will, you are setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up, and God does not want you, your, you or your faith to fail. There's no such thing as faith failures. There's no such thing as a faith failure. It just means that someone didn't work faith. Because faith always works. Well, I've tried this for years. I've tried this for months. You've, then ask yourself, where am, I, where, am I, where, where am I missing it? James chapter 1, verse 4 says this. Say amen when you get there. Because we're learning to master the area of our patience. We're learning to master certain parts of an areas of our faith that need to be developed. I like what Paul said in, first, uh, in, in Romans chapter 1, verse 11. He said this. He says, For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end that you may be established. See, God wants to establish you today. He's establishing us. Amen. And over here in James 1, 4, it says, let, But let patience have its perfect I'm going I'm to change the wording up a little bit here. So here it says perfect, but let patience have its complete work that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. The King James says, be patient, have, let, ha, let, let patience have its perfect work 
that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Right? Boy, I tell you, there's a lot right there. But I want to read you out of the James chapter, uh, out of the Amplified. This is where it gets really cooking. It says, but let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be people perfectly and fully developed with no defect, lacking in nothing. Pay, we need to pay really close attention to this. Uh, do you know how to put that amplified up there? Put that amplified uh, J- uh, James 1.4, if you can. I don't know if you can do it, but if you can, I want people to see it because that's important. But it says, but let endurance. And st- if you can't, that's okay. Don't, don't stress about it. But let endurance and steadfastness and patience. Notice it. There's endurance along with patience. There's endurance. You know, one of the things you do when you're, when you're training in any sport, when anything you need to do, you're learning to endure. You're learning for your, you're, you're, you're learning to break your body in. You're learning to get your body, um, changed up. Amen. There you go. But let, but let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full, have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be people perfectly and fully developed with no defects, lacking in nothing. Again, endurance, steadfastness, and patience have full play, full play. Full play. It needs to be working on the inside of you. It needs, it needs to be on the inside of you. In other words, I'm, de- I'm letting that word develop my skill level in the word. I'm letting that word just do its work that it needs to do in my life. Change poor ways of thinking. How many people can always change the way you think? Boy, you need to change. We, that's why we're here because we're always, God's always dealing with us with the way we think. I'm amazed at how often God deals with my wife on the way she thinks. I mean, I just so amazed. <laughs> Never with me, because, you know, I never just things are going perfect. We know that's not true. How many of you have ever been dishonest with yourself? Raise your hand. Only a couple people raise their hand, so I know the rest are lying. I know the rest are lying. It's okay. We're getting to the truth, though. And let's do a thorough work. Be, uh, be full and do a thorough work so that you may be people perfectly, and get this, fully developed. Look at that with no defects no defects lacking in nothing i want to focus on this part that says fully developed with no defects there's nothing more frustrating than purchasing something with a defect nothing more frustrating why because you have to go back to the store and take it back and fix it there's nothing, how many of what's, what's, what's really annoying is doing something wrong, the wrong way, and no one telling you, and you've been doing it, and it, it the hard way. One year I worked, um, years ago I, I worked, um, was it graveyard, I was undoing, unloading pallets, and I didn't know there was a faster way of doing it. I'd been there for months, and this one guy, go, oh, you want to do that? You got to do it this way. I'm like, you dirty dog, you could have saved me some hard, some hard labor if you would have just told me how to do it this way. Right? Isn't that frustrating when you find out there was a better way? Yes. How many of you know there's better ways of living? Yes. How many of you know there's better ways of addressing situations? Yes. How many of you know there's better ways of using your faith to where yes. you get the results that you need? Amen. Quit acting like you know everything, like you have all the answers. Yeah. See, that's why we're here, because we don't know everything. That's right. That's right. Because we do need answers. Yes. We need to know what's tripping us up. Yeah. 
I don't need to know, I don't need to, uh, a little, little feel-good message just so that I can feel good that where I'm living. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, brother, we're all broken. I don't know about you, you may live like her, but, I, but I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. That's right. God feel, has, has already feel, is filling in all those gaps by His blood. Yes. I don't have to live broken. I don't have to yeah. talk broken. Yeah. I don't have to think like a broke person. I want to go somewhere, but I, I got to be careful I don't go off message. Patience is in you. You have to practice it just like you do love and other gifts. The definition of patience is being constant or being the same way all the time. Your words have to stay the same in faith all the time. It has to stay, it has to stay there all the time. Well, that's just legalism. No, that's just an answer, a solution to your problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, just some people are so dumb sometimes. You know, it's just legalism. Legalism. Like, what? The Bible's not legal. It's, it's a book of freedom. Yeah. Telling you how to get free. Yeah. Telling you what you do need to do to get rich. That's telling right. you what you need to do to get healed. Yeah. Telling you what you do to how to get delivered. Right. Telling you how to live when things seem hard and you don't know how to get through. Yeah. There ain't no bondage in the, in the word. That's right. There's freedom. His yoke is light yeah. and it's easy. That's right. It's light and it's easy. Right. You know, it's hard doing it your way. Yeah. That's when you start knuckling, knuckling through things and grinding things through. Because you're lazy and because we've been lazy and we're doing it our way. Don't look at me that way. Like, you've, I, Am I the only one who's ever been lazy? Doing it your own way? Talking the problem versus talking the answer? Well, he ain't never going to change. Well, he probably ain't going to never change, particularly the way you talk. Yeah. She ain't never going to change. That's true. That's true. You can't change redheads. That's what every time you can't change a redhead. <laughs> no, it's more like the, the, this guy needs uh, more work. <laughs> Boy, I mean, I, I am so grateful for the wife and the, the woman of God I have living because it's important that you have faith partners. Yes. It's in, it, you got to see each other as faith partners. Yes partnering in life through faith yeah. you know bible says one will put a thousand to flight ten will, two will put ten thousand to flight can you imagine two of you putting your words on the on the yeah. right thing the right way yeah. but angels are going to be working over time things are going to be moving see when you're a married couple you have an advantage yeah yeah come on you have agreement yeah. well, pastor you said if you're married i ain't married you what am i going to do you're going to you're in a place of advantages because you're in a church where if you don't have a spouse you got a friend right next to you goes hey me and you gotta gotta agree on some things that's why you show up and faithful because then you build your faith up you you got that's how you build your faith you're in a faith environment yes yes many people forsake the assembling of the body of christ they're not in a position where they get to hear faith you know they're they're in a a faith where they get to get kool-aid and crackers but that ain't gonna help them how many of you know Kool-Aid and crackers ain't going to help you? Yeah. If you don't think, if, well, uh, well, what do you mean Kool-Aid won't help me? Well, ask Jim Jones. Kool-Aid didn't help everybody. <laughs> okay, you know, every, not every, just, just because things taste good don't mean it's good for you. Some of that stuff that's chock full of unbelief, and that unbelief starts getting in your mouth, and you start talking unbelief. Start talking doubt. Oh, we just never know what God's going to do. Boy, you better spit that out. Boy, you better treat right. that like some poison. Right. You got to treat that. Remember when you were a little kid, they used to put a war- This is before. I lived, I grew up in the uh, 60s and 70s. Back in my day, they didn't put no warning la- labels on anything. 
If you, I, it, so it's a miracle I'm even here. I'm just telling you right now. Rode in the back of pickup trucks, drank from lead pipes, had, uh, had leaded gas. Remember leaded gas? Found out later the lead gas, the, the fumes made you stupid. Don't know, don't know how we made it through. Don't eat that. Don't eat it. And then they started putting back in the 70s, late and mid-70s, they started putting warning signs and, and child. There was no child protective locks on nothing. Not on the doors, not on the, on the things. Boy, you just had to really trust God. And What do you mean you ain't supposed to eat uh, tuna and a can that's been in there for weeks? What do you mean? So now they're just, they did all kinds of stuff. So you live, you live in, a, in a different environment. So now you live in a different environment because now you've got knowledge. Now you know what you shouldn't be putting in your mouth. Yeah. You got to be guarded about what you put inside you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Guarded about the food you eat. Guarded about what entertainment comes on that TV. Because everything's trying to get in your mouth. Yeah. That, that music is trying to get in your mouth. But I like that beat, Pastor. Ooh, chicka chicka boom ba do that. And you start singing all these songs. You're like, what did she just say? <laughs> well, it's one of my favorite beats, Pastor. You, 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 ain't, you ain't quite in there yet, you know. Uh, I'd rather be on the end with God yeah. than on the out. Because yeah. there's too much on there that's just trying to get in you yeah. to get some stuff out of you. Yeah. Get some stuff out of your mouth. There's some words out of your mouth that, not, that are provoking, that are, that are not, that's not helping the Holy Spirit work in your life. Yes. You want the Holy Spirit to work in your life and wonder why things aren't working. Well, what about you spending hours singing country western music? I don't know why I'm always depressed because country western music's depressing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm always feeling angry because you listen to that hip-hop music and you want to pop a cap in somebody, you know. <laughs> why so violent, bro? Why so violent? Because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm living that style, y'all. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, I mean, there's a style for everybody. And what's, what's all those different styles trying to do? Trying to get you from confessing God's word and speaking his promises over your life. Yeah. It's trying to get you out of agreement yeah. and try to get you in, a, in, in temporary agreement with some song that's contrary to your faith, yeah. contrary to the values that you're trying to build, contrary to the vision that God has for your life. Yeah. And you don't want to undermine what God is doing in you. That's right. Amen. I didn't mean to preach all that, but hey, it's, it's, that's what happens when you come and get some preaching. Hey, Amen. We're declaring some things. We're getting into some things. Amen. In, the, in, in Charles Capp's book, I want to read a few, a few things out of his book. It's a, it's a story from the Faith and Confession book. Um, so it says, there was a certain man called, um, a certain man called that had been uh, calling me regularly. This is Brother Capps talking for some time. And he said, now, Brother Capps, I'm doing what the word says. I'm confessing God's word over my finances. Why isn't it working? Does anybody know immediately what the problem is? Does anybody know what the problem is? What's the problem? Huh? What? He asked why. He asked why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? That, that's, that tells you right there you're not in faith. Why isn't it working? That's because you, you don't have no faith. Just the, the question why in itself says you have no faith. So, well, the very fact that he had asked that, why isn't it working, proved that he didn't believe that it was working. Yeah. He was not in faith. He was, he was looking at the circumstances. Faith would have meant holding fast to his confession, knowing that it was working. 
You've got to hold fast to your confession. Hold fast to what you're speaking. Hold fast that you are the head and not the tail. Hold fast that you are the healed, even when the facts may be contrary to what you're seeing. You're seeing. Because faith sees deliverance. Faith sees healing. That's how it believes in its heart. The things that which he says is true. He's, he sees a mountain that needs in his life that needs to be removed. He sees his life without. Uh, some number of years ago, I used to have a, a, a infection on my toe, a fungal infection. It ate away at my toe, so I had no more toenail there. And so my faith wasn't ever really as strong at that point in my life to get that healed and delivered. But every time I, I remember, I remember something, I, I decided, you know, I'm going to get rid of this thing because I hate seeing it. And, I'm a, and I've tried different methods to get rid of it. And finally, I went to somebody. To get, they gave me something. So I just started taking it. And I said, you know what? And I've done things before. And I just like, it just, just never seemed like anything would work. So I started in the natural. So I started speaking over, but I also was taking what they, they gave me for that. So I started speaking. But I kept seeing my toe without it, the, the, without, the, the, without the infection. Yeah. I started living. I'm, I'm going to have a lot. One day, I'm going to have nice feet. You know how embarrassing you can't wear flip flops. You get embarrassed. You got, you got, but you got the fungus, and the fungus ain't that fun. This ain't fun. So I took the little fungus pills to get rid of the fungus in my toes, and I saw, I spoke the word, and I saw my toes healed. I saw them free of that those things, and now I don't have no fungus on my toes. So my toes are now I can look at them and I can say the, read the gospel. It says how beautiful are the feet are those who preach. Now my feet feel beautiful. Yes. They may not look like beautiful to you. <laughs> to you, some of us, oh, pastor, those look like big tortas. I know. <laughs> but, you should be, but there's a before and after, and the after is better than the before. Yes. Yes. But you've got to start speaking and letting your vision see those things with your, your eye gates yeah. and the word gate. And let that word come out of your mouth. I see my toes healed. Yes. I see myself wearing sandals on yes. the beach. Yes. I see myself not being embarrassed. Yes. Good. It does. It matters to me. Yeah. should matter to you. Yeah. Will God ever heal me of my fungus of my toes? He sure will. Yeah. He sure will. He's a God. He made everything. And though he made your toes. Yes. Amen. Faith would have meant holding fast to his confession, knowing that it was working. The man said, I have done everything the word says to do. What do I, what do I do now? I said, just keep doing it. The ball, the ball game isn't over. Quit acting like everything's over just because it didn't happen in your hot pocket microwave mentality. But I gave it a minute and 30 seconds. It warmed up and heated up. I know my hot pocket's ready. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the word is working. Yes. Just because it didn't happen, just because it didn't go ping right away, doesn't mean it didn't work. That's right. The ball game is not over. Yes. He says here, just keep doing it. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time to change something. Yes. Some of your situations take time. Yes. You, don't need to, you, you, you didn't get the, the way over, that way overnight, and you can't change it overnight. I remember something, uh, some number of years ago, my pastor said, you know, you didn't just, when you first got born again, didn't mean your head started to stop thinking the same way. You got, Andy, you got born again how many years ago? Did your brain start, did your brain change right away? <laughs> but your heart started to change. Your heart needs, some things needed to change. 
And then things started changing. Things started changing. It didn't happen right away. God started dealing with you every little thing. Because, you know, God's a gentleman. He's patient. patient. He teaches patience. He tells you that patience will have a reward. So you don't get frustrated because you make mistakes. You just say, I'm standing on the word. If you make a mistake, I'm getting back on speaking the word. Yeah, I misconfessed. Yeah, I said the wrong thing. But, Lord, you know that I'm... And there's grace in that. There's empowerment because God knows that you're you're confronting that mountain right now. And he knows that it's going to take through faith and patience you're going to inherit some promises. Amen? Then he called, the man called back in a month and again he he said, he called back in a month and again he said, it it isn't working. Finally, I told him, the problem is is about one inch below your nose, your mouth. God said it's working. You say it isn't. You say it isn't. You saying it isn't and going to help you get receive anything from the Lord. You saying I haven't isn't you is going to help you get anything. In fact, you'll continually go years and years without, yeah. years and years frustrated yeah. because you said it isn't working. Yeah. Well, that's a good preaching, Pastor. But oh, will it work for me? Yes, it'll work for you. Yeah. Don't cry. Yes. Don't feel bad. Yeah. You are not hopeless. You are not hopeless. Praise the Lord. Your faith in God word, your faith in God's word plus time changes things. He further writes, I saw the man about a year later, and he said, Glory to God, it's working. The word works. It was working all the time, but it just took a while for the results to manifest. Well, ain't, ain't that a surprise? Many people fail to realize it takes time. For things to develop it takes time to turn things around it if you have been negative for 15 years you ain't gonna be you ain't gonna change that in four days yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah just let me just say that again if you've been you've been negative if you've been negative for 15 years things aren't gonna change in just four days you gotta learn to be positive you gotta learn to start saying the right things out of your mouth just start saying the right things about yourself. Say, I'm, just let's all say this here. I'm good looking. Well, pastor, that ain't true. I'm not as good looking as you, Pastor Marcus. I know. It's, it's, it's just, I know how you feel. First, you must set, this is what he further writes. First, you must set things in motion, even in the spiritual realm. 700, 750 years before God sent Jesus in this earth, he spoke it through the prophet Isaiah. God started saying it 750 years ago before it came to pass. But so often we want things to happen overnight. His word works. His word will work in you. That's why it's important to be in environments like this where the faith atmosphere is charged. Charged of faith. Developing and strengthening your faith. Galatians 5.22 says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, long-suffering, kindness, Goodness, faithfulness, that word, long-suffering. How many of you know what that word means? How many of you know what it means? It means, it means, guess what, patience. Patience, it means patience. Long-suffering is patience. It doesn't mean just suffering long. I'm suffering really long. It's been a long grind, Pastor. You don't understand. I've been married to that man for years. I've been at that job for years. It's just a grind. I'm just knuckling it through. Well, patience. patience. To develop who you are in God. Yeah. If you've learned to be negative for years, learn. Don't be frustrated with yourself. Recognize that you're negative. You have a negative bent and a negative talk. Yeah. 
Start, rec- start listening to yourself as you talk. Galatians 6, 9 says this, Let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. If we do not become frustrated. If we do not, if we do not get manipulated in by the devil to stop believing him. Look outside. See that side? That view's going away. We're going to put things up on the wall. <laughs> so people can look here and not look there. <laughs> Damn mountains are pretty, Pastor. You're pretty. Those of you who are going to enjoy it, because is there a glare over there for you guys? No, no glare? No glare. Okay, good. Just wanted to know. Maybe some people have problems with their eyes. I heard there was a glare on that side, so. Well, there's no sun today. Pastor Malia is smart, Alec. There's no something, but we're going to have things so that'll to knock off the glare. And I want to tell you something. The more you stay in faith, the more you stay strong with your words, the more things will begin to happen. Be patient with yourself. Be patient. In the, and, and I'm not saying excuse yourself either with poor behavior. I like what Pastor uh, someone said. You've got to explain some things. You, you, you don't excuse yourself. Well, you know, I need to sing my beats because it helps me feel happy. Think about what your beats are doing to change your words. Are they helping you build towards your vision? Or are they keeping you from your vision of what the life and the life-changing answers that you need? Yeah. <clears throat> because not every constant not everything constant uh, uh, demands growth in your life. And the negative things that you say, if you're a negative bent, will will direct your life. James says that the tongue of that but your believer direct your tongue directs your life so if your long your tongue has the ability to direct your life then how much more do we have the ability to change the flow of our life to make it more positive to make more healing to make it more ordained through faith amen